we were uh, looking into Inyanim relating to uh, standing and relating to davening, so I figured uh, I'll stay on, on that track. Someone put up one of the questions on the sheet to talk about standing during Chazar Sashatz. If I could just broaden it a little bit to not only talk about standing during Chazar Sashatz, but basic behavior during Chazar Sashatz as well. What one should and should not do during Chazar Sashatz. Um, first basic background, why do we have Chazar Sashatz? So we know the Anshei Knesset Sagdola, we're misakin that we should have Chazar Sashatz for it to be Motsi Misha Inobaki, someone who didn't know how to daven himself, so he could hear the Shliach Sibor daven, and he'll be, listen, pay attention, and he'll be Yotzei through the tefillah of the Shliach Sibor. However, there is another um, uh, very, very intuitive, but lesser uh, thought of reason for Chazar Sashatz, and that's pointed out by the tour in Simon Kuf Chaf Dalid, and uh, the Aruch HaShulchan makes a big deal out of it, and that is that we need Chazar Sashatz in order to have a place to have Kedusha and to have Birchus Kohanim. Without Chazar Sashatz, I can do Kedusha or Birchus Kohanim. So you could do it. You could just say the first few brachos, Pitzibor, right? You could do a Hechi Kedusha, like people do, right? And that way you'll have Kedusha in there, and uh, so, and or just do uh, the first few and the last few and get Birchus Kohanim in there. But uh, the, the simplest way to get Kedusha and Birchus Kohanim is by having Chazar Sashatz. Now the Mishra Bruin, Kuv Chav Dalit, Sivkat and Beis, says that in order to be Yotze, if you actually are an Enobaki and you need to be Yotze the Chazar Sashatz, or for instance, the post can talk about, let's say you forgot Yalav Yavo, so although the Chachili, you should repeat Shemon one can be Yotze by listening to Chazar Sashatz with a Yalav Yavo. So, but in order to do that, unlike in your own Shemon Esrei, where it's not necessary to understand all the words of Shemon it's not required that you have Havana of Pirush Amilim. When it comes to Chazar Sashatz, if you're going to try to be Yotze with it, you need to understand what the Shliach Tzibor is, is talking about. Now, nowadays, uh, the assumption is that everyone's a Baki, not because we're so brilliant and great, but because we have printed Sidurim. So we, uh, we, we know how to daven, and we're taught at a young age how to read Hebrew. So uh, nowadays, um, we assume that in most shuls, everybody's a Baki, and yet Shulchan Aruch and Kuf Chav Dalet Gimel says, we still repeat Shemon Esrei. Mishmur says, why do we still repeat Shemon Esrei if everyone's a Baki nowadays? We do it because they were never Masakein. Let Go back to the times when people were not always a Baki. So what do they do? Do they interview each person on their way into shul? Are you a Baki? Are you a Baki? No. And there, I'm sure there were plenty of times in yeshivas and whatever where they, in, 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 in Nada and Pumbadisa where everyone was Bikim and they still did Chazar Zashat. Why? Because there was, there was never a Takana to, to check and to see if everybody's a Baki. So part of the Takana was to do Chazar Zashat even if everyone is a Baki. Just because there might be situations where there's someone who's an Eino Baki. So Shulchan says that we never, we never changed that Minog. So what the, the Aruch HaShulchan points out, another reason we never changed the Minog and we still do Chazar Zashat is because the other reason of Chazar Zashat, Kedush and Kohanim, it leads to the most natural and appropriate time to have Kedush and Kohanim. So we, we still want that element. So once we're keeping the first few brachos and the last few brachos, we keep them all. And we, we kept the institution of Chazar Sashatz. Um, it should be noted that if you are a Baki and you know how to daven, you cannot be Yotze just by listening to Chazar Sashatz. Okay, that's just basic background. Now, how does one behave during Chazar Sashatz? Well, if you're being Yotze, for whatever reason, you're and you're trying to be Yotze with Chazar Sashatz, then there's no doubt, Shulchan Aruch Paskins, in Simul Kufchav Dalit, Aleph, that a person absolutely must stand the whole time, 
pay attention to every word that's being said and, uh, and, and treat it like a Shemona Esrei because that is in fact his Shemona Esrei. So if you're actually trying to be Yotzeh, there's no doubt that one has to, um, has to treat it like a Shemona Esrei. In Simon Kuv Chav Dalit Siv Dalid, the Shulchan Aruch says that even if you are a Bucky and you're not relying on the Chazar Sashats, you should still pay attention to every single word. Right, Shulchan Aruch writes, "Kishashliach tzibur chozrat fila, hakal yeshlem lishtok. The tzibur should be quiet. Ulechavin the brachos shemivari chachazin v'lanos amen, and to have kavanah to the brachos that the chazan is saying and answer amen to them. V'im ain tes mechavin liberchosov. And if you don't have nine people listening and having kavanah, he says it's karov lios liberchosov levatala. It's pretty close to being a bracha levatala, and therefore every single person should view themselves as if they are one of the nine who need to be listening. Don't assume that there must be nine others, no matter how large the shul is. Don't assume that there must be nine others who are listening. Person should always pay attention during Chazar Sashat. What about singing or saying along words with the Shliach Tzibur? So most of us think of that as like a very nice thing, right? That you sing along together with the Shliach Tzibur. What he's saying sounds like a wonderful thing. A Kal whatever. The Torah says that it's Kalos Rosh. That it's showing Kalos Rosh to the, uh, to the Tefillah and you shouldn't do it. The Bach adds three more reasons aside from Kalos Rosh why he thinks it's a terrible thing to do. The Bach says, first of all, you're going to end up saying Brachos Levatala. Because what you're going to end up doing is singing the bracha at the end also. And that's going to be a bracha levatala because you shouldn't be saying the bracha at the end. Um, Rav Salvechik pointed out that a lot of times you have this problem with Kedusha. That people not only say the Kedusha when they're supposed to say it, but then when the Chazan is saying his Kedusha, they'll say it again with the Chazan. And that they're not supposed to do. So Rav Salvechik was very against that. The, the, now if you're going to hum along with the Chazan, that's okay, the Stama. But to actually say the words of Kedusha along with him. So the same with Chazar Sashatz. To say the words, even if you're not planning on saying the Chasim Sabracha, but it might happen that you'll accidentally say the Chasim Sabracha, says the Bach. Also, you're supposed to be listening to every word the Shleich Tzibur says. You can't do that while you're talking. You need to be listening to the Shleich Tzibur. They were never Masaka that you should say Tushman Esrei's. It's that you say one, and the Shleich Tzibur says one that you listen to. And third, by not listening, you're going to make his brachos into a brach levatala. What do we just say in Shulchan Aruch? That if there aren't nine people listening, so it's Karav Leos, that his brach is going to be a brach levatala. So if you're too busy singing, and you're not listening, so then it's going to be a brach levatala. Okay, so that's why the Bach and uh, the Torah in Shulchan Aruch is against uh, singing along or saying along the words, the words itself of uh, Chazar Sashatz. Um, what about talking during Chazar Shat? So the Shulchan Aruch, uh, this is one of those very, very clear dinim that the Shulchan Aruch wanted to make sure that there be no mistake about it. Shulchan Aruch says, Lo yasiach sicha schulim b'shashash l'yotzibur chazar tefillah v'imsachu chotei. And if you do talk, you are a sinner. V'gadol avono minso. What kind of sinner? Well, the kind of sinner where the burden of your sin is too great to bear. V'gorimbo. And... If you see someone talking during Chazar Shatz, it's okay to say, shh, right? It's okay to tell the person or give them a look and say, come on, what are you doing? Have a little respect, right? It's okay to do that. So that is the, uh, of course, Shulchan says it's okay to do that. Use your brain a little bit also, right? I was in a shul once where someone turned around to somebody else and said, shh, Chazar Shatz, come on. He says, oh, your wife dresses the way she does and you're going to tell me to be quiet. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want to be in, 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 in those situations. Obviously, regardless, you, you don't want to just cause a fist fight in the middle of a shul either. It's not a, not a good idea to do. But Shulchan is very strong that a person is not allowed to talk during Chazar Shatz. Not only that, the Ramadan adds, children should be taught at a very young age 
Unbelievable. Little child, as soon as he knows to answer Amen, he gets that he has a chilek l'olam haba. So you're giving your children olam haba when you teach them at a young age to answer Amen in Chazar's Shatz. Mishra Brura, uh, you know, working off of the Shulchan Aruch, also gets very worked up about talking to Chazar's Shatz and says, you have no idea how many shuls were destroyed because of this, because of this Avera. Again, I don't know how we know which Averas led to what, but the Mishra Brura says, you know, this is a terrible thing and it's led to, to terrible Churban. What about learning during Chazar's Shatz? So, so the Ramah, not in Simon Kuv Chavdalid, in Simon Sadi, um, the Ramah writes in Seif Yud Ches that Yesh, the, the, the Ramah quotes that one should not learn during Chazar Sashat. And the Mishra Brura says, if you already daven and you just happen to be at that minion, you just happen to be in a room where a minion breaks out and you've already davened, so you're not davening with that minion, then you are allowed to learn while they're saying Chazar Shatz. But if, if that's your Chazar Shatz, then you should not learn in the room. Mishabura says you shouldn't even learn if you're going to stop for the end of the bracha and listen to the end of the bracha and answer Amen. Even then you shouldn't learn because why? Not that there's anything wrong with it. Theoretically, it would be fine. But the problem is, there are a lot of Amaratsim around. And the Amaratsim are going to look at you who are learning during Chazar Shatz and say, well, if that guy can learn during Chazar Shatz, I could talk and read or do whatever I want during Chazar Shatz. They're not going to realize that you stopped for the end of each bracha and uh, paused to listen to the Chazan and answer Amen. They're not going to know that. So it's going to be that you're going to be Machtias Arabim when you do that. You're going to teach other people to do something that's wrong and in- inappropriate. Uh, the implication, though, is that it's okay to think in learning because the Amarats can't see you thinking. Right? So you can think in learning during Chazar Shatz. It, it should also be noted that Magen Avram disagrees. Magen Avram thinks that if you see somebody who's learning during Chazar Sashatz and stops for the end of the bracha, you shouldn't tell him to not do that. You shouldn't tell him to adjust his behavior. He has Yeshal Milismoch if he's going to do that. So there, there is what to be Somechan, says the Magen Avram in Chuf Chavdal, it's Katan Ches. Okay, what about standing? This was what the question was. Now we left a minute for the question. 14 seconds. Standing during Chazar Sashat. So the, uh, the Ramah, Simon Kuv Chav Dalit Siv Dalid, records the Minhag. He says that there is a Minhag that many people have. He says, Yeshomrim, Shekola Am Yamdu, Keshachozar Shat Hatvila. That there's a Yeshomrim, that everyone stands during Chazar uh, Sashat. Now, what would be the reason to stand? So the Mishnah Bruce says it's based on the original Takana. The original Takana of Chazar Sashat was to be Yotze Tvila, if you're an Enobaki. Obviously, then you have to stand. So, why should the tsura of Chazar Sashat change just because its meaning to you has changed? If we kept the Takada, keep the Takada the way it was meant to be. And that would be the idea of standing. And even um, those who are not being Yotze in the Yigeris HaTshuva, Rabbi Yoni says that we, we have Chazar Sashat, we're able to use it as a second fila. Normally, you don't just say a second fila, but Chazar Sashat, we get credit for a second fila. So treat it like a second fila, and you should stand during Chazar Sashat. That's how they, that's how they explain the minute quarter by the Ramah. The Biyar says, if an Eno Baki has to stand in order to be Yotze, let's say there's only one Eno Baki in the room, right? But you only say Chazar Sashat when there's a minion, right? So how many people need to be standing? There's only one Enobaki in the room. You need nine others besides the Shlech Zibur to be standing in order to have a minion doing, participating, in order to make it a, a Tzvilas HaTzibur of a Chazar Sashat, in order to be mostly the Enobaki. So the din was always, says the Bir Agra, that even the Bekiim would stand during Chazar Sashat. So he said that's the basis of standing for Chazar Sashat. What's the basis for not standing during Chazar Sashat? So uh, the Balama'ar when in Rosh Hashanah, he says when the Gemara talks about Tkios de Mu'umad and Tkios de Miyushav, right? We blow Shofar de Mu'umad and de Miyushav. What's Tkios de Miyushav? Says the Balamar, 
Those are the tekios you blow during Chazar's shots. What do we call them? Tekios de miyushav. The tekios that we blow sitting down. So that sounds like you sit, the minute was to sit there in Chazar's shots. It's also the post court in the Sefer Isha Yisrael, page Reish Mem Vav, in Ha'ara Samach Zayin, he quotes a Gemara in Yuma that seems to assume that they sat there in Chazar's shots. And a lot of the Sephardic post Assume that you sit there in Chazar's shots. I assume that's the minute in Sephardic shuls. You could, uh, we have our token Sephardi. Yeah. So, <laughs> most sit. Okay, so in Chuvas Yaskil Avdi, um, who's an early 20th century uh, Sephardic posseg, and Chuvas Yechavdas, who's Ravadi Yosef, in Yechavdas, Chelek Hei, Simen Yud Aleph. He says that the minig is to sit. That the minig of Sephardim is to sit. Yaskel Avdi says that it's best to sit because then you can focus a lot better. You can, have much, you can pay much better attention. Just one last note. You may notice that a lot of uh, Wayu Rebbeim not only stand, but they stand with their feet together the entire time during Chazar Sashats. What's that all about? So first of all, if the whole idea of standing is that we're trying to do like the Takana initially was, it makes sense you stand with your feet together. But uh, a, a lot of the seriousness of Chazar Sashats that's prevalent, uh, that should be prevalent in probably more communities, but it's prevalent in, uh, in, in, uh, ta- amongst Talmidim of Rav Salvechik, was based on a very interesting and important idea that Rav Salvechik had, and he had all the artsites here, on the concept of Tefillah Bitzibur versus Tefillah's Hatzibur. He held that there were two separate kiyumim of tefillah that were done when you daven. When you daven in a room with a minion where everyone is saying the Shimon Esrei, that's tefillah bitzibur. But there's a separate kiyum that they were masakin called tefillahs hatzibur. And that is a separate kiyum that we have to take very seriously. Well, maybe we could discuss it at a different time. It's a fascinating topic to discuss, but, you know, 13 minutes doesn't allow. So, yeah. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.